Saturday Morning Words and Coffee. Or should I say Sunday Morning Words and Coffee? Circumstances beyond my control. Yesterday, when I usually record it, so I'm doing a, a Sunday morning recording for this week. Sometimes I, I skip one if uh, things aren't going to plan, but I wanted to get one in this week. I was thinking about this poem. It's by William Blake. We've touched on William Blake before, of course, the English poet. Uh, wasn't too popular in his own lifetime, but has since become extremely popular, especially among the literary circuit today and even filmmakers. We've touched on the fact that the Silence of the Lambs mentions Blake a couple of times, as well as Red Dragon. Uh, you'll see his name pop up in a lot of TV shows when the writer of the show wants to look like he's read some things or she's read some things. So you see William Blake around a lot. This one is no different. Uh, this one is The Tiger. And you'll find this poem quoted at the beginning, beginning of a Stephen King short story. And I believe the short story is called Where There Be Tigers by Stephen King, and it quotes uh, The Tiger, poem by William Blake. So we'll read some uh, William Blake. It's a, a nice, a fairly short poem. And then we'll come back and talk about it. So here it is, The Tiger by William Blake. Tiger, tiger, burning bright in the forests of the night, what immortal hand or eye could frame thy fearful symmetry? In what distant deeps or skies burnt the fire of thine eyes? On what wings dare he aspire? What the hand dare seize the fire? And what shoulder and what art could twist the sinews of thy heart? And when thy heart began to beat, what dread hand and what dread feet? What the hammer, what the chain, in what furnace was thy brain? What the anvil, what dread grasp? dare its deadly terrors clasp. When the stars threw down their spears and watered heaven with their tears, did he smile his works to see? Did he who made the lamb make thee? Tiger, tiger, burning bright in the forests of the night, what immortal hand or eye dare frame thy fearful symmetry? And that's William Blake's The Tiger, spelled T-Y- G-E-R, Tiger. I was reading somewhere that it's not necessarily because that's the way they spelled it then, because they didn't. Uh, even in Blake's time, Tiger was with an I. Uh, but it may be Blake just being coy. And Blake was not above thinking big and thinking about fearsome big things. You can see it in his paintings, uh, which border on uh, mysticism and such, and monsters and things. And in the Tiger, we find that again, the poem. I think it's fairly straightforward in the sense that you can get an idea of who the poet or what the poet is talking about. And the poet here talking about the tiger burning bright in the forest of the night, what immortal hand or eye could frame thy fearful symmetry? Well, who created this thing, right? And we find that in the, the second last stanza where it's, did he who make the lamb make thee? So could someone who have made, uh, it's fairly obvious, I think that he's talking about Christ here. He doesn't capitalize he, but he capitalizes lamb uh, in, the, in the line, did he who make the lamb make thee, so did he who made this peaceful uh, son of God uh, create this tiger that is terrible. It's funny, today we look at nature as um, kind and inspiring and, and nice and gentle and that it needs to be saved. 
that's a relatively recent way of looking at things. You can find literature going back where people landed on uh, Plymouth Rock and then went into the forest and were terrified of the forest and thought the forest did indeed need to be cut down and made room for towns because towns were where the peoples be and out there was the dark and the black and the you know the shade and you know you didn't know what was in there and things were making noises and there were a lot more things then you had bears and tigers and things that could get you uh, so it's a relatively modern contrivance to say that uh, nature is this nice beautiful thing nature was regarded as beautiful certainly um, in the past but it was also regarded as quite fearsome and so a tiger today on national geographic on television uh, looks beautiful and majestic but to see one with your own eyes in the days before film and television um, must have been quite something and if a tiger was near you there was a good chance you could die unless it was uh, caged so that's what he's talking about here, I think, is you know who, who created uh, this thing. And indeed, in his own paintings, he shows you that he also likes to create terrible, big, fearsome things. And so he's going through that process here with what could have created the tiger. Uh, what the hand dare seize the fire, and what shoulder, what art could twist the sinews of thy heart. Uh, when thy heart began to beat, what dread hand... And what dread feet, what the hammer, what the chain, and what furnace was thy brain. I like that one. What the hammer, what the chain. You can see like, you know, the uh, the blacksmith creating something, hammering something out in the darkness and the sparks flying and things like that. So I don't think it's uh, Blake is indicting the tiger or anything or saying it shouldn't exist, but he's just amazed that something could create or su such a creature could be created in the first place. And that is uh, William Blake's The Tiger wanted to get one in for today and I think that's a very good one and visit Blake sometime and enjoy his poetry and we'll see you next time on Saturday morning where it's 8.30.